Hi, and welcome to Greedo Shop First. I'm Benjamin Light. And I'm Marco Sparks. And here we are doing another episode of Greedo Shop First. Uh, we're doing this live, so if the audio is a little weird, that's too bad. And uh, today we'll be talking about Return of the Jedi, but before we get into that, any Star Wars thoughts? Thoughts in general? No. No news of late. No, no, still waiting on a director. Um, maybe it'll happen tomorrow, I don't know. We're still, like, last week was, like, the new year, so yeah, people still on vacation. Yeah. But, but uh, hopefully any day now, you'd think. Yeah, yeah, should be soon. Theoretically, hopefully it won't be John Favreau. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about Return of the Jedi, which we just watched together. Uh, any general thoughts before we do our our usual rundown bit by bit? Uh, well, I mean, overall, I did notice I was getting a little drowsy. It drags in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, once they get to Endor, it slows down. Yeah. When everyone's favorite species shows up. Yes, the Ewoks. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It just it gets a little slow. It kind of takes forever to Luke to get up to uh, the Death Star and, and that whole thing to start. You know, like yeah. it, there's that like bit where it suddenly cuts back to uh, the fleet, the Rebel fleet, and you're like, oh hey, yeah, let's let's do some more of this. Yeah, Less yeah, really. in the forest. Yeah. Uh, it was. It's been a while since I've seen Jedi. Um, wasn't as long since I had seen like New Hope, uh, but it was. It was a nice little like like trip down memory lane, I would say. All the little bits that I love that I still remember so vividly. Um, yeah, we were commenting on just what a shithole Jabba's palace is. Yeah. Like, if you're some criminal mastermind, or he's not really a mastermind, but criminal, you know, leader. If you're gonna live in the middle of nowhere, at least you could build a nicer place to live. Yeah. I don't know, this place. Just looks like a fucking dump and it's not like it's nicer inside than outside yeah it's just like a dungeon well like why wouldn't it be in the middle of one of the you know like most Eisley or one of the one of the Tatooine cities did you ever see the uh there was like a deleted scene it was released a few years ago where it was like Luke making his lightsaber oh right in like the hut or whatever and like Vader tries to talk to him like through the forest yeah it was weird it's a good thing they cut it yeah I remember that from the novelization. Um, I just figured they had never filmed it. It's, it's amazing to me that they're still holding on to things that they can come out on the Blu-rays. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple changes I noticed from the original special editions in this. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it starts out, uh, you got the brief, sh- brief scene of the Empire where Vader shows up in the Death Star and kind of makes Moff, uh, Moff Jer Gerard makes him a little nervous because he says the Empire is coming. Mm-hmm. We shall double our efforts. <laughs> um, but then, uh, then back to Tatooine with the droids going to Jabba's palace. We see some Gamorreans. There's like a weird spider thing in the background at one point. Yeah. And fucking Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. It's... That was my first like really great Star Wars name to be exposed to. Of all the little He's really disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Well, they all, all, all of Jabba's like entourage are just fucking losers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that says a lot about Jabba as the king of the shit. That I mean, look at these fucking dirtbags. The Gamorians have got like little horns and pig noses and tusks. They look like uh, like old Star Trek villains, really. 
Yeah. Like, Kirk should be fighting them in the arena. You definitely kind of got the vibe that, like, this was their attempt at another cantina scene. You yeah. Know? Well, I, watching this again, that's, that was one thing I noticed, is that they really were taking a lot of the things that worked in the first two movies and kind of going back to them and touching on them. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the droids show up. Bib Fortuna's mad because they won't give him the gift. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was kind of dumb. Um, but then they, they go meet Java and Luke has this message. Luke, he like suddenly looks like he's 45 because mm-hmm. they decided to give him like weird gray hair. Yeah. It's like super ugly. And this is what, two years after Empire ish? Timeline ish, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's not supposed to be a very long time. Right. Um, but yeah, and then you see Hans and still frozen carbonite being like displayed within uh, Java's palace. All oh, these fucking losers in Java's palace. Including Boba Fett. Yeah, fucking Boba Fett. Man, like, most of this is not special edition, I know, like, the shots of Boba Fett, but I know they did work him in in the special edition stuff, too. More more Boba Fett? Yeah. Jesus. They're like, oh, hey, let's... Like, the scene where he, like, kind of, like, grabs the dancer's chin and, like, pushes it away, you know? Uh, 3PO, I, I felt like this is one of his worst movies. He's just so, like, so much of a pussy and so codependent on yeah. R2, you know? Yeah. Well, Don't R2. leave me, R2. Yeah, R2's a fucking Swiss Army knife, though. I mean, yeah. he's got everything he needs. Yeah, we were both commenting while watching this that we love that there's a scene of droids being tortured. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they flip the guy upside down and... Brand his feet. Yeah. Like burn his feet. Like, I like the idea that you could torture a droid and that it might be effective, you know? Yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll teach you. Yeah. The one where they're just trying to pull the guy's like limbs off. Oh no! You'll soon learn some respect on the master sail barge. Like, like R two could be like whipped into line, you know? Like he get Stockholm syndrome or something. Wait, I love that. This is a very complicated, powerful droid. You can do a lot of amazing things. They have him serving drinks. Yeah, yeah. What else are you gonna do with like this seemingly fairly state of the art astromech droid that can, yeah. you know, assist in space travel and whatnot? <laughs> I don't know, it just, but you look at this, and especially in the EU, from what I remember, so much fucking, like, respect and notoriety is assigned to the Huts. Yeah. And, like, look the, at Java. The Huts are gangsters, yeah. It's like, yeah. somehow the Huts, like, are just these criminal, you know, leaders, even though they're just these disgusting slugs. Like, yeah. what, what is that guy going to do if you disobey him, you know? Yeah. Well, five years later, one of his bounty hunters will catch you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they really, like, looking back on this, they really made you feel, like, how disgusting and obese Jabba has grown. Mm-hmm. And then there's this musical sequence. Yeah, and the special edition, it changed from one kind of musical sequence to another with this full-on, like, dance routine. They they redid, is it, like, Sice Noodles, I think is the yeah. weird yeah. singer with the, the lips shooting out of her mouth and... And you have Ula, the slave girl here. Um, I don't know. I I uh, I guess I could do without this uh, whole dance sequence. There's like the it's not the terrible. Great looking alien who's like does the the cantina instrument, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. You got like a lady Greedo with like a mullet, like long haired mullet thing, fauxhawk mullet. Um. Well, and seemingly Lucas always wanted to have a weird de- dance sequence at the beginning of the Star Wars movie, like. I feel like this is at the point where, like, he actually hated Star Wars, you know? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to put a fucking dance sequence in. Yeah, yeah Fuck really. you. So you're telling me that the 
the slave girl they refilmed that they refilmed a few of those shots yeah with the same actress yes interesting yeah i once upon a time a long time ago i subscribed to that like star wars insider magazine that you could get so yeah i remember reading about it Hmm. and then uh the bounty hunter boosh shows up that's the name i always liked uh leia's mask here yato yato the uh there's a star trek alien race called the breen that i always thought their mask was a direct ripoff like blatant ripoff of uh leia's mask in this movie hmm in that uh, Shadows of the Empire book, they like go into like how she got that to begin with, the, the whole disguise and everything. Mm. They just they assign so much fucking respect to these like shots of Boba Fett. Well, like, like what does Boba Fett think of this new bounty hunter? Like we were talking about, like is Boba Fett like on retainer or something? Should yeah. he be out like hunting bounties? Yeah, really. Like what what does Jabba really care about this? If guy? you're the most feared bounty hunter in the universe the galaxy um i'd get my money and take off back yeah. to like my mansion that yeah. i assume i have yeah you know? really i'm sure shit wouldn't be hanging out in this dump <laughs> like fuck you assholes going back to civilization uh-huh that's, that's, that's ridiculous i guess we're supposed to presume that boba fett likes the ladies yeah so uh do the little gambit with the thermal detonator which is a nice move yeah and all, all of this is part of a plan, apparently. Yeah. Uh, it's a, not much of a plan. To this be is like a, like, I, I feel like they didn't put a whole lot of investment to whatever plan A was. So that's why they had a B, C, and D plan. Yeah, or something. <laughs> and then, then we get to see Lando. Lando shows up and helpfully pulls down his mask so we can be sure it's him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I guess this is just them getting all of their, uh, their people. Yeah. In one location, you think they could just I don't know storm the place with the, like a, a Rebel Alliance commando team and just shoot everyone? But well, as we're talking about, it's seemingly the Alliance. Like this is not a sanctioned yeah. Rebel Alliance mission. Well, you got to figure Hans and Case and Carbonite, they probably don't even really have the ability to hurt him. You know? Yeah. Like what are they going to shoot a blaster at him? Yeah. You know, it's like he's protected. They can just storm in and shoot the place up. And... Yeah, seriously, seriously. Yeah. Well, I mean. And- Still, two years? That's quite a while to wait. Yeah. Well, and I, I like the scene where Leia, she goes and wakes him up, and, you know, he's blind and all that, and then they hear the laugh, and, like, the curtain opens, and then it's like, oh, behind them, like, the entire, like, Java's palace court has just been hiding in silence, yeah. waiting to surprise them. Like, they've been waiting there for hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, just, this sequence as a kid, this was just so, I was so fucking, like, spellbound by all this stuff. Well, it's good that they get Han out of Carbonite fairly quickly. You didn't yeah. want that to go on and on. Yeah. But just the way they slowly introduce all the characters and, like, like Lando's there, but he's clearly undercover. It's just, it was, it was very exciting when, the first time I watched this. Where am I? Who are you? Someone who loves you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Leia. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it would seem they have a pretty serious relationship. Uh, and yet, later on, Han's still, like, worried that uh, maybe Luke's got, like... Well... The thing is, they only kind of started to have a relationship when he got frozen, so it's been two years later. But before that, Han's been palling around with Leia for like three years. True, true. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, he, he stops being the bad boy pretty quickly in this movie. Mm-hmm. And goes into, like, I don't know, like a very insecure, very needy. Yeah. Yeah, Han, 
I don't know. I, I, like Harrison Ford is totally checked out for this movie. Yeah, like, he was like he was definitely the All Star Vampire, and well, meanwhile, as we discussed, Carrie Fisher is clearly high. Oh, she's high in like every scene of this movie. <laughs> Um, so you get Luke show up and it's kind of like, ooh, who's that guy in the dark hood? Maybe it's Vader. Oh no, it's Luke, but he's choking people. Like I was saying, I, I feel like this is Lucas's template for what the Jedi are like in, in the prequels because there's robes, they're very solemn, they're monk-like, they enter everything like in a very low-key fashion. They're not big exertions Great of classic fashion. classic opening shot of Princess Leia in the gold bikini. Yeah. Yeah. And a million young Star Wars fans felt something move. Mm-hmm. Not sure what it was. Mm-hmm. It really is a pretty ridiculous costume. I'm not sure if you could get away with that now. No, no, it's it's very. Degrading. It would have to be a little more empowering. It's very degrading. Way. Yeah. Well, but like like they would bother to give her clothes. I mean. Yeah. If you were a criminal overlord, you had some sort of sex slave who hangs out in your palace. Wouldn't you at least want her clothed most of the time? I don't. I mean, it's all about degradation anyway. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't want to show up the merchandise to everyone, you know. Who knows? I just love that Jabba's just got like dried slop all around his mouth. He's completely disgusting. Yeah. What was it? It's like Carrie Fisher. I remember she's always like telling about how like the bikini is like it's like molded, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like it was like Boba Fett would be like standing behind and like getting a view of everything or something like that. <laughs> That was the story she always told. Uh, but so Luke shows up with his just awful hair. Uh, yeah. Which is weird because his face really doesn't look that much older. But it's like they try to make it look more, you know? Yeah. Like with yeah. makeup. Well, it's like, it's like they're trying to accentuate like the lines on his face more. Mm-hmm. Even though, even at this point, Mark Hamill's probably not even 30 yet. No. No. But he's... he's um. He's playing it a lot more confident and assured. Mm-hmm. At the same time, some of his lines and the stuff of Jabba are, seem really desperate. You know. The, well, it's like so, Luke, your plan was to walk in and like try to grab somebody's gun. Yeah. Like a just a regular small arm that you're gonna like, what like, shoot he, Jabba with. Like, would it even make a dent? Yeah. Like, what doesn't he have R two like like you know zip him the uh, lightsaber at this point? Yeah. Because seemingly that's the the crux of the plan. It's lightsaber shit, right? Mm-hmm. And like Billy D, like Williams, in undercover is like the ace in the hole. I always enjoyed the uh, Gamorrean getting eaten in half by the Rancor. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty gruesome, to be honest. But <laughs> well, the Rancor is just foul. The Rancor does look mostly much better in the special edition. The I remember the the compositing was always pretty awful in the original. Like, you could always see, like, just the big old black lines around it, you know, and, like, the color was totally different from the yeah. foreground. Um, but, yeah, Rancor shows up, eats a Gamorrean. Luke, Luke's plan is basically, like, first he has a big bone he's going to jab in the jaws, and then he, like, hits it with a rock on the claw, and then he just, like, runs away and lucks into using the door you know, yeah. to kill it. Yeah. I mean, I think they did a good job of echoing this, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, they, obviously they get to do a lot more probably what they want to do in Attack of the Clones, like effects-wise. And then the, the scene of the Rancor Keeper. I really want to know who this guy is in real life. Like, is he just like, yeah, I was the fat guy, the Rancor Keeper guy. That was me. I had that action figure. Like, I, I was pointing out to him when we were watching really all the action figures that I had. Because I had the shittiest Star Wars action figures as a kid, mm-hmm. including the Rancor Keeper. And then he starts crying. Yeah. 
I seem to remember that like when they aired this on TV, they cut this part out. Yeah, because it's it's not necessary, but it's just this weird flavor of, of these characters. Well, the how are we doing, kid? Same as always. That bad, huh? I mean, I guess they've got everyone together now. That's kind of a plan. Yeah. So they can go to the, the Sarlacc pit, uh, the giant uh, vagina, which. Is it worse? Is it, like, is it more or less sexual now that it has like a like a penis coming out of it? Yeah, well, that wasn't the, in the original version, right? No, no, the yeah. the like the I beak remember it was there. Pit, you have teeth. Yeah, the the beak is all from the special edition. Yeah, the the dentata in the desert here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like Luke saying things like "This is the last mistake you ever make." It's just some of that seems a little harsh for a Jedi. I mean, there's yeah. a reason why this isn't called Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's not like a real Jedi, but... Mm. As I make sure to tell him, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I love I love his little move with the uh, the plank slash diving board there. Yeah. I love the bit where 3PO runs into R2. He's like, what are you doing? And R2 apparently just says, serving drinks. Yeah. Well, I can see that you're serving drinks, but... <laughs> I like that R2, like, he's on board of this rescue mission. He's he's still loyal to Luke, but, you know, he's going to do a good job of serving drinks. He's got, like, a table of five, and they look like good tippers. So he'll be back. Just chill out. Yeah, he does, like, the grab the, like, diving board plank, do a flip, grab the lightsaber, and everyone just kind of stares at him. He starts cutting everyone down. Yeah. It seems like his lightsaber is longer in this. It's Doesn't very it? long. It's very bright. Yeah. Like, he's got, like, a, like, the thing looks, like, six feet long at some points. Yeah. I just, you, if you're rewatching this movie at home, like, just rewatch of a special focus on Carrie Fisher, knowing that she's high. It, it makes for a much more interesting viewing. Mm-hmm. And she goes to choke Java, and she has, like, coke strength, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she chokes him out. Uh, Boba Fett sails over to the other ship. Boba Fett just goes down like a complete bitch. I just don't understand what people's fucking love with this character is. I don't know. It's power of marketing, I guess, you know, which is weird because they hate Lucas for so many other things, but he made this incredibly obvious, like, fan wank character, yeah. you know, and they all love it. Well, I, I feel like that wasn't the intention when the, when the, this movie came out, but since then, I mean, hence them going back and putting him so prominently in all these special edition shots. I mean, well, they did the whole thing. the side of the barge and falls in the Sarlacc pit. Gets eaten by the Dentata. They did the whole thing where they introduced him in the special edition as some major new character, and I don't know. It, apparently, it worked because everyone mm. just thought he was the coolest guy ever. Mm. I like how Leia like breaks the light before she chokes Java. Yeah, yeah, it's getting dark here, folks. Coach strength. <laughs> His tongue is jutting out. Yeah. The Billy D haggling with uh, Han about the. Uh, hey, wait! Rescue. I thought you said you were blind. It's all right. Seen a lot better now. I like the bit where, uh, like, Leia points a gun at the deck, mm-hmm. and, like, the trigger is seemingly like a foot trigger. I always like that. Yeah. They can just, like, kick it and swing away. Uh, the uh, the guy who shoots Luke in the hand, like, I think you probably could have picked a better place to shoot Luke at, you know? Yeah. The guy with the lightsaber, he's like, oh, I'll shoot him in the hand. Yeah. Instead of in the back. <laughs> and then Luke just cuts him down. I mean, I guess he's trying to, like, shoot it out of his hand, and he just missed and hit the hand. I guess. I don't know. I mean, 
I feel like I would have aimed the, at the body and fired more than one shot. He brings her over, they swing across. I felt like they were just doing a lot of echoes of the first two. Yeah, yeah, they were like, oh, we gotta get a swing in there, you know? Uh, like swashbuckling pulp feel. But yeah, as a kid, I was just so enthralled by this opening. This, the opening of this movie, the opening of, like, uh, Temple of Doom, I don't know, like, some, some version of me was born watching those movies for the first time. Hmm. Yes, you do love the Temple of Doom opening. I do. I really do. I feel like that's maybe what Lucas had in mind with the whole song and dance at the beginning of this. Yeah, yeah. But it's a little different when you got, like, aliens. Yeah. <laughs> well, it obviously like, plays for cutesiness. Mm-hmm. And in a very seedy place. And so it's like, all right, well, that was the end of the first act. Now we're just going to split up, and Luke's going to go back to Yoda. Uh, we were talking about earlier, like, the middle act of this movie has some issues. Like, it... It really drags in the middle hour. Well, see, okay, but another special focus here, like, uh, Luke's going off back to Dagobah, uh, say goodbye to Yoda. Uh, Han and Leia and, and the rest are going to go meet up with the Alliance. But, like, this would be, like, the start, the real official start of Han and Leia's romance. Does he just have, like, Chewie and Lando take over the, the controls while they go to get in the cabin in the back of the Millennium Falcon? Well, you know, there's autopilot and whatnot. It might be, that hyperspace trip might be a while. No, I'm saying they, they got plenty of other pilots on this ship. But I mean, it's like you would think that unless they were like sport fucking before Empire, they may have been. You know, and she's been waiting two years for him to thaw out. Yeah, but you got like Han or uh, Londo and Chewie on the ship. I don't know how much privacy there is. You know, I'm sure the the beds of the Millennium Falcon have uh, seen some damage. I mean, maybe the. One of the uh, side effects of hibernation sickness is, you know, a lack of, uh, yeah. lack of, lack of uh, functionality. His, his cock will come back when his eyes come back. Yeah. Yeah. So the emperor shows up. Uh, kind of a cool scene. He's got all like the soldiers and officers lined up. Does he have a cane there? No, he doesn't have a cane. Okay. Uh, you can see the imperial guards, who've never ever done anything impressive in any of the uh, movies. And yet you're still kind of fascinated by them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so since they, they included that special edition version of the Emperor in Empire, like, the Emperor looks very emaciated compared to he did, how he did in Empire. He looks like he should in this movie. Yeah. Uh, they just lit him wrong in uh, Empire for the reshoot. Like, he shouldn't be able to see his whole face. Like, he should... Well, but I mean, but I mean they, they gave him the exact same bloated makeup from the, you know, episode three. Even with the same makeup, if they lit him properly and pulled his hood down further and shot him from the sides, it's... Yeah. As he shot in this movie, it would look a lot better. Well, and, and I like how he looks in this movie because he's he looks frail and tiny, but he's still very mysterious. Mm-hmm. You would think that he's a weak character, except you know for the fact that he's seemingly running the show. Pretty, pretty. Uh, he's pretty dialed in to everything. Yoda's about to. But yeah, so then cut to Yoda on Dagobah. He's dying. He's. Talking to Luke, I, I do like the pretty impressive like puppetry acting where when he asks when Luke asks him about uh, Vader being his father, he actually like turns away from Luke yeah. and is looking the other way. Like yeah. it's impressive to get that sort of acting and, and puppetry work. Well, they actually showed Luke putting him in the bed with Yoda's feet and everything. That's something that you would not have seen. Uh, well, like an Empire, I don't think they would have ever attempted anything like that. You know. That's if you probably, saw Yoda's feet, they wouldn't be moving. Probably not that hard of a puppetry trick, I'm mm. just guessing. Um, but yeah, Yoda's last words, there is another Skywalker. This is like the exact worst way to tell somebody that they have a twin sister. 
Oh no, I think Luke shows us later on the exact worst way to tell someone yeah, true, that they true. are your twin sister. <laughs> uh, so poor Yoda, he's one with the Force now. And then uh, Luke has this kind of like bitchy heart to heart with Obi Wan. Why didn't you tell me? I'm going to find that a lot of what we say is true from a certain point of view. Obi Wan like no remorse. Yeah, he's just like what? Do what I had to do, kid. Get over it. And uh, so then, like, I wonder what this was like to view at the time because it's like, oh yeah, by the way, there's another Skywalker and it's Leia. Yeah. 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 This after already the whole, you know, Luke and Vader thing. I feel like you just kind of, you just kind of went with it. I mean, I'm trying to remember when I first watched this and you just kind of like, okay. Yeah, it's hard to remember what I thought of at the time. I don't think you suspected beforehand, but you sure didn't, like it didn't stand out as an obvious, you know, no way. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll do anything like that in the, the next one, if they'll do some sort of secret relationship. Like, I feel like you got to tread carefully with that. Yeah. Else you're just like just beating a cliche into the ground. Yeah, you, you know? need to find some new dynamics, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get a little bit more background on Anakin Skywalker in this scene. What I what I found interesting when we watching this is that uh, the Force Ghost of Obi Wan is much more expressive. He's much more. He looks more solidified. He he moves around more. He sits down at one point. Mm-hmm. Like he's very like it's tactile. Like he's straightening his robes before he sits down. It's not just like that kind of shimmering, glowing yeah. thing it was an Empire. Yeah, true. And, uh, I don't know, do we get any more information here? Not really, I guess. Like, Luke Luke somehow knows that it's Leia. Well, Obi-Wan Very just kind of... Deep down inside. Fleshes out the details of Anakin's downfall. Yeah. And then, uh, hey, back to the fleet. Catch up the main storyline. They have, like, their war room council... It also doubles as like, like the the solo Skywalker meeting area. I love how they just keep interrupting the meeting. To, yeah, yeah. They made uh, Londo a general for no reason well, at all. Well, the the uniforms for the Alliance are really weird. It's like the the top part of it's like this like short sleeve thing. I don't know. It just seems well. So- most people are in uniforms except for like Han and Londo. You know. Well, Londo's. Londo's in a uniform. Is that a uniform? It's a variation. Or is of that uniform, just yeah. what he wears? I mean, he, he added his own cape. Yeah. But even Leia's got like a variation of the uniform. I do like Leia's look here. Um, that would be the type of clothing style I would want to pull back in the next one. You know, just like kind of like tight fitting uh, like military shirt. But yeah, Lon- like Londo's not been with them nearly as long as Han is. He's now a general. Well, it's because somebody told them. About the maneuver he pulled once, the battles yeah. now. Which makes you a general. And they're yeah. like, oh, you should be a general in this army. And he's like, all right. Yeah. There's a lot of generals in this room. Let's just put it that way. And there's, you I wonder if any of these guys get paid, you know? Yeah. There's there's some generals. There's an admiral. There's a princess. You've got uh, Mon Matha or Mon Mothma appears. Now, what was her backstory? She's a senator? She's a senator from Chantrilla. Okay. Yeah. One of, like, the pillars of the rebellion. Like, her... Leia and like a few other people. She was apparently the one who brought all the the disparate groups together to form the alliance. I'm trying to remember from the I didn't watch all the deleted scenes from Revenge of the Sith, but don't they have like a young Mom Mothman? Yeah, I think they actually shot a lot of stuff with her and like never got around to using it. Cause they're yeah, they had a whole like a lot more with Jimmy Smith and Mom Mothman and all that. Yeah, they're like their their gang of eight or whatever they called it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I like how much more involved, obviously we'll get to it later in this, but the, how much more involved the destruction of the Death Star needs to be the new Death Star. Yeah. Well, Admiral Ackbar, I mean, that's just, uh, he's an American icon now. Yeah, this guy's a pimp. He knows when it's a trap. Yeah. Was it some, there's some college, it's like Alabama. This, I had this guy. Oh, General Medine. I had this guy's action General figure. Crick's Medine. There's some college in the South, I can't remember which one, but like, they needed a new mascot because, like, the old one was, like, offensive to, uh, you know, minorities or something. And so, they like, everybody tried to get Admiral Ackbar to be the mascot. It was, like, yes. a petition. But, like, Leaks of Film wouldn't let him do it. It's too oh, bad. It's, it's terrible. It would have been awesome to have Admiral Ackbar as your school mascot. Now, this is also on Admiral Ackbar's ship, right? Yeah. 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 And then Luke just shows up in the middle of the meeting. And uh, everyone else, is, like, takes five while they uh, have a little... Uh, Reunion. Yeah, we don't mind you interrupting our meeting, asshole. <laughs> like, uh, all right, uh, yeah. Um, I, I guess we're done. Hey, uh, hey, you mind? <laughs> this shot right here in the in the hangar looks good. There's some other matte shots that are terrible. Yeah, yeah they look really bad. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, it doesn't help that the acting is incredibly bad as well. Yeah. The scene where Han's uh, giving Lando the ship and he's worried about it, like, oh man, they're so awful. Just, just look at on his outfit here he's got a cape on he's got like look at that holster yeah that's the most ridiculous holster ever i like that the cape has a little like a chain around the collar yeah. you know hold yeah. on i should start dressing like that yeah but yeah there's like one good matte shot of the falcon and then one really bad matte shot of the falcon this is a new vest for han yeah it's got pockets would you get going you pirate yeah Ugh. Yeah, I feel like Billy Dee spent the night with Carrie Fisher before this scene. <laughs> yeah, one of many. So yeah, they're uh, they're special missions. Like he can only walk so far. Yeah, he can't. A map painting. He can only walk so far, or else he's gonna walk right into the map painting. There, uh, the special mission they're on is kidnap the shuttle. Cool looking shuttle. They're gonna fly like I don't know, tactically, militarily. There are probably better ideas for this. Um, Han doesn't seem like the greatest leader, to be honest. No. No, he doesn't. And this weird, like, foreshadowing that he's not going to see the Falcon again. Because they're planning on killing Londo, but then the test audiences didn't like it. Oh, yeah? Okay, cool. That's what I've heard. I've never actually looked it up to confirm it, but hmm. people are mad, apparently. Well, well, you would think, like any other kind of fantasy epic, they would have killed off at least one of these characters. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's tough at that point. You know, it's like, are you doing it just to do it or do you have a good reason? You yeah, know? yeah. But yeah, I've always liked to look at that Imperial. I want to say like Harrison Ford wanted Han to die. I bet. Yeah. So, but, well, but Lucas, you know, stuck to his guns about not doing an episode seven prior mm -hmm. to the prequels. So yeah, the uh, new Death Star, Death Star 2, it looks pretty cool. Um, all the space battle and like space effects in this are pretty impressive, um, especially when they get into Death Star. Like, that's yeah. some pretty. Oh yeah, I was really impressed by how intricate and cool all that looked. Yeah, who the fuck especially the shots where it's like there's the Death Star and Endor in the background, and there's these big capital ships yeah. and all these little Tie Fighters and X-wings flying around. It's like that had to really take some planning because each one of those is a single piece they had to film and put together. Yeah. Now the um, the Later on in this throne room, when you have Luke and, and Darth Vader and Palpatine, and you get to see the battle in the distance, to me that doesn't look as great. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like because it should be like much closer, kind of like it is in Episode Three, mm -hmm. which obviously they could do that in Episode Three. 
Wait, who are those two guys? Oh, uh, the like flunkies of uh, Palpatine there. Yeah, like it's like geriatric boys club that he that he goes to when he can't talk to like Darth Vader. It's an older code, sir, but it checks out. I was about to clear that. It has the uh, the great fly casual line as they sneak in, and Luke. I don't know, like Luke in this movie is kind of weird because he like he's immediately like I shouldn't have come. I'm endangering the mission, you know. Yeah. Like hey hey, where's Luke? <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, like that's like new Luke. Well, like, as, like we're talking about this during the movie. Like nobody starts to think, you know, the Skywalker guy's really changed. Mm-hmm. He's really dark now. Dressing Not in just black. the way he dresses. But. Yeah. I was wondering. They never made totally clear in the expanded universe. How many people know that Darth Vader is his father? Uh, well, seemingly Leia doesn't find out to this movie. So he's held on to that secret for at least two years. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that was like a kind of a big plot point in the Thrawn trilogy. But at some point, I don't know, does that always stay a secret and only a handful of people know? Cause you would think that it would not be popular news. Well, seemingly there is no such thing as media in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, there's no social networking. Which, uh, you know, pros and cons. Yeah, right. Darth Vader's not checking his Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, or if he is, they're not like worried of, about how this will play with the public ever. It's know? a lot of people like where he's and he's doing that thing where he's not like denying your friend request, but he's not confirming it either. Mm-hmm. He just ignores it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm seeing this shuttle's pretty big because they've got a little commando squad with them. Who I guess are just lower lower deck. And like the cargo hold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How'd you like to be on that commando squad? I would think that like, at this point. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm I've signed up for the wrong team. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe I should have gone to Flondo. You're like, hey, are, are we gonna attack this uh, this facility like we came here to do? And it's like, oh no, um, they're off looking for uh, his girlfriend. Yeah. So yeah. we're just gonna hang out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, are the, yeah what are those guys doing for like the day and a half that the uh, command crew, as Han they're, describes it? They're probably all just doing cocaine with Carrie Fisher. <laughs> they found her stash. Yeah. So they land on the planet and immediately get into a speeder bike chase because at this point the movie was really dragging. Um, so they juice it up for a little bit with the speeder bike chase. Well, the speeder bike chase, rewatching this, I didn't love it. But as a kid, this was so thrilling. Yeah, it was super awesome. Uh, it still looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I like the way they kill all these scout troopers, like throwing them against trees or just having them like explode when they plow into trees. Yeah, and they do explode. Every single one of these bikes explodes. Mm-hmm. I think one guy crash just like falls off and crashes into a tree. I like I like the 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 looks that they give if they flash each other as they're going side by side and smacking into each other. Yeah, and Leia, she clearly shouldn't be driving the speeder as she is high on coke. Yeah, I mean you can probably see it like hanging off her nose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the I like the the outfits for the um, the speeder bike guys. Oh, the scout troopers. Yeah, they're those kind of weird little backpack things. Yeah. Yeah. You actually get to see Luke deflect some lightsaber bolts, which I, you saw him practicing that in A New Hope. This is the first time you've like yeah. actually seen that in action. Yeah, yeah, but it must have been fun to film the uh, the zooming shots in like the redwood forest or what have you. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a lot of like somebody like on a motorcycle or just running, you know. Well, yeah, they you sped wonder, it up. Though. Yeah, you wonder how they did that. Well, I think a lot of it they're like on a motorcycle. And they just had a camera mounted to the front, you know? Mm-hmm. Or it's just somebody running. And then, you know, they sped it up. Yeah, like this little Evil Dead shot. Um, but yeah, so eventually they kill all the speeder bike guys. And uh, Leia meets up with Wicket. And uh, that introduction of uh, everyone's favorite 
Well, I guess uh, now the Gungans, I think, take the place yeah, yeah, as the, the most hated of uh, yeah. Star Wars species. So Wicket was supposed to be Kenny Baker, but at the last minute they cast an 11-year-old boy named Warwick Davis. Yes. Went on to be Willow, which I've never seen. You've never seen Willow? That's true. Wow. Well, I mean, there's really no point in me watching it now, right? Why would you say that? I feel like it wouldn't live up to any sort of expectation. It's Val Kilmer playing a guy named Mad Morgan. I probably think it was terrible, right? I, mean, uh, I don't know if I loved it when I first saw yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But... <laughs> so if I watch it now, just think about that. Without any nostalgia at all, you know. Uh... Val Kilmer. So, let's see. What do we got here? So Han, you know, Luke comes back. Where's Leo? I don't know. Um, they eventually find, like, an animal trap. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, like, uh, Chewie's, like, giving in to his animal instincts and following the scent of fresh blood or something. Yeah. Whenever they get pulled up in that net, I'm always thinking, like, isn't one of their faces, like, mashed into that animal corpse? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, isn't, that's like, really unsanitary. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I'm sure Leia, this scene we're, we're watching with the Ewok, uh, she must be thinking that she's just hallucinating. <laughs> yeah, she's like, holy shit, I'm high right now. <laughs> It's a talking fucking teddy bear. She, she like pats the log. Like, Come sit by me, you strange little creature. <laughs> She's feeding this talking teddy bear with a spear. She's like, oh my god, I'm high. <laughs> and then later there's like so many of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this to me this is the part of the movie that really drags. Like it just takes forever for anything to happen. You go back, you know, they all get captured and we go back to Ewok land and they have to do the whole thing where they float 3PO around because they think he's a god. Yeah. It's, I, it's it's okay stuff. It just takes a while to get it's, through. It's like classic, you know, sci-fi. Film. And then you have, like, a lot of scenes where it's like, Vader goes to the Emperor and he's like, hey, the rebels are here. And the Emperor's like, I know, fuck off. You know, and he comes back and he's like, no, 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 Luke is here. I know, fuck off. And so, yeah, back on Endor, they uh, avoid being made the main course of a meal in 3PO's honor. <laughs> Which is kind of gruesome. And honestly, Luke really doesn't have to do that much force-wise. He just no. floats him, you know. Yeah. Oh, we, we neglected to mention as we were watching it, and we were both enjoying it, as uh, Han's, like, camouflage trench coat that <laughs> yeah. he wears in this. Yeah, and then uh, I do like this scene where there, it's, like, 3PO telling the story of them. Yeah. It's effective. Uh, and then they get made members of the tribe, and then Luke's just like, all right, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah, he just kind of, uh, I've seen enough. The whole thing where, like, you know, Luke, he... He reveals in the worst possible way that uh, Leia's his sister. Mm. You know, it's like totally passive-aggressive and weird. This bit where C-3PO is retelling the trilogy to the Ewoks kind of reminded me of uh, uh, Gerard Barton and Christian Bale telling the story of Star Wars and Rain of Fire. <laughs> That's a very circular reference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Luke, Luke is not very good about uh, revealing to Leia her true lineage. Not at yeah. all. Well, and then Han shows up, and he's all like, jealous boyfriend. Did you tell Luke? Is that who you could tell? Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. dude, like, how many times do I have to sleep with you before you chill out about Luke? Well, I mean, you presume that at some point between Tatooine and now... Oh, totally. They found, like, a hotel suite or something. Yeah. But, yeah, like, Han is still in the love triangle, even though, like, Luke and Leia have exited it a long time mm-hmm. ago. Maybe Han needs the love triangle. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, because, like, you find out in this movie that Han, the, the nice boyfriend... Not not that interesting of a character. We want the bad boy Han. Yeah. Yeah, Han... Well, I mean, obviously Harrison Ford's super checked out in this movie, so that doesn't help, but... Uh, 
Even more so than Carrie Fisher, who is like, hi. Mm-hmm. That means some of the time she's really checked in. Look at her face right she's there. She's like, holy shit, who are these talking teddy bears? <laughs> so then Luke goes and uh, just turns himself in. I, he's actually apparently like riding in one of the uh, the walkers, the AT-ATs. So hmm. you, don't, you know, you don't really see much of it, but I also found that interesting. Hmm. Get the cool thing where the Vader takes his lightsaber and turns it on behind him. And Luke kind of tenses up for a moment. Very like threatening, you know. You're like, oh shit, what's Vader gonna do? Yeah, yeah. And Luke tenses up for a moment. I really like the look of the uh, Ewok village. That's like the kids' dream, like treehouse. <laughs> yeah. And they get places by like swinging across things. Yeah, yeah. But I really love the scene with the two of them talking on this little like open air gangway. Yeah, it's like below the landing platform, I guess. Yeah. But I remember, wasn't this somewhere in the EU, like, this was a big, this was a big part, like, you're really high up in your Jedi training if you know how to make your own lightsaber. I guess, yeah. So, like, Vader's in my... Although, you know, in all six movies, they've never really gone into the specifics of that. Yeah. Other than just that you're supposed to make your own lightsaber. I think they, they of course, do a little bit of that in the Clone Wars cartoon because Mm -hmm. they need to mine a lot of that weird shit. Yeah. So then we were finally like about to get back to the fleet here, where it's like, oh hey, yeah, the main plot line. Yeah. Sorry, we've been stuck in Ewok land for like forty-five minutes. <laughs> Befuddled Harrison Ford looks. And the fleet's pretty cool. There's all these big ships, the Falcon zooming through everything. You've got uh, B wings and A wings now. Cool ships. I always like the B wings. Those fascinated me. Those are the ones where it's like the uh, the cockpit's like completely on one side. Yeah, my friend had the toy, and it was pretty big. It was, like, two feet long, at least. Wow. And the the cockpit is actually, like, the Falcon cockpit, where it rotates independent of the rest of the ship. Interesting. So, like, the B-Wing is, like, you know, in, like, the kind of upward cross, and then it turns, like, it turns around the cockpit, and the cockpit always stays, like, you know, you know, it's like there's, like, gyroscopes in it or something. This guy's mouth. Oh, Nino. Of the Million Falcon, his mouth always freaked me out. He's a Sulistan, yes. Oh, I love Admiral Ackbar's chair. The like the weird neck brace. Well, just the fact that it like it like rotates all around that bridge. Like, it he, moves, yeah. He never has to get up. Like, isn't that the dream of like an office? <laughs> but yeah, the fleet. Like rewatching this, like the fleet is is actually quite tiny. Like, clearly, their only goal is to get inside the Death Star. Yeah, they look like up. they've got like maybe thirty fighters and like ten capital ships. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't look like they could even be able to take on one of the Super Star Destroyers alone. Mm-hmm. So you got the bit where the, it's not Wicked, it's another Ewok, steals a speeder and flies away. And these incredibly incompetent scout troopers fly after him. Don't seem to notice that he got off the speeder. Yeah. You know? I just love it when it's going so fast, he's just hanging on by the handlebars. Mm-hmm. Then they do the little thing where they sneak behind the one guy and tap him on the See, back. See, to me, that's, that's an echo of the move that Han in reverse did on the Death Star in New Hope where he's yeah, like chasing kinda. the guy and there's like a whole room full of stormtroopers waiting for him a little bit yeah so meanwhile the Emperor's just like I foresaw all this your friends are in a trap ha 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 I know you want to kill me with your Jedi weapon um and Vader's just like kind of standing around brooding. yeah Vader's like just waiting for direction well, it's a very weird dynamic because he starts ref- like the Empire starts referring to Luke as his new apprentice. Mm-hmm. There can only be two, so at least one of these people is going to be out of the picture soon. Well, 
the emperor is just like oh strike me down you'll become you know part of the dark side it's like is that really your plan something tells me you don't want to die so that leak takes your place yeah i don't really understand how uh british politics work but i imagine that some variation of this scene here is how they pick a prime minister yeah that's correct and so it's like you know your overconfidence is your weakness your faith in your friends is yours uh, it's a lot of like like it takes a while to pick up you know it's like all right we've got a lot of scenes of talking to the emperor and then finally we get to the lightsaber fighting it's still it's still juicy stuff though I mean, it is good even stuff. is good yeah he's better in the prequels i think he gets to really chew some of that mm-hmm. and then uh, the soldiers show up to get yes. to jump on uh, the rebels there you rebel scum uh it's, again seemingly what do they have like four commandos with them besides like Han and Leia and Chewie I mean more than that it seems like yeah but they don't get much done yeah fleet shows up it's a trap (laughs) good old Admiral Akbar. he knows what's going on he knows when it's a trap uh and then yeah just the space battle effects in this there's like 30 TIE fighters on screen yeah Uh, cool stuff I love those helmets uh so uh Lando says that he trusts Han's gonna get like get the the shield down which is not down yet um, Do you ever notice that uh, Lando mispronounces Han's name? He always calls him Han. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's going on there? Yeah, Han there is it's like, look. It's, every it's, every every group has that one guy who like purposely calls somebody else by a different pronunciation and sticks mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Um. So he says, but he's like, I, I trust Han. He'll get he'll get it down. Then the they stick around for like an hour. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that in the books, Akbar is built up as like this mastered military genius. In this battle, Lando's pretty much telling him what to do the whole time. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Lando's still just a general. Yeah. But I love that, like, the Akbar has, like, an all-Calamari crew. Yeah. Well, it's, it's... Those are used to be, um, like, luxury liners that they converted into, uh, like, warships. <laughs> so, like, he's, like, he's, like, the former captain of the love boat, and now he's an admiral. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, it was a whole thing where, like, he was, like, uh, a slave, like personal assistant of Grand Moff Tarkin, and that's where you learn military tactics. Um, and it's like on their ships, they have all Mon Calamari cl- crews because they keep it really humid in there because mm. they like it because they're fish. <laughs> I could go on. I'll stop. <laughs> yeah, one thing we were talking about, like the weird, like there are these little like repeater display things. It's like this circle of like displays, but it's like, how do you get in that circle yeah. to use them on, on in the throne room? There's here? like enough space for a human body in there, but how, like you would have to like climb over one and lower yourself into it. Yeah, I've always wondered how you're supposed to use these things in the throne room, these little like readout machines. But I love the fact that they kind of light it so his 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 off color eyes glow a little bit. The mm-hmm. emperor, and then they really overdid that in the prequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that became like a Jedi or a Sith thing where. You become a Sith and your eyes turn yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even Anakin did at the end, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, Luke finally grabs his lightsaber and the action begins. And so now we finally, now we're down to like what Lucas loves doing best, which is intercutting between multiple action scenes. So Mm -hmm. now we've got the lightsaber fight. We've got the, you know, blaster fight on, you know, with the uh, stormtroopers and the Ewoks on the planet. And then we've got the space fight as well. The the music in the throne room, especially that last surprise, is excellent. Yeah, yeah, score is still pretty good in this. The Ewoks attack. It's one big metaphor for Vietnam. Yeah. Um, 
Sick. All those cute little Ewoks beating people to death. Yes. Very, very cute. Cute orgy of violence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like the uh, the bit where the the scout walkers just blasting things left and right and like these two Ewoks like there's an explosion by him one of them gets up grabs his friend his friend's not moving and he's like he just makes these weird little sad noises and sits yeah. down next to his dead Ewok friend yeah. I always enjoyed that as a kid very moving lo- lots of fucking rocks <laughs> they just use so many rocks as their weapon I just love watching these like stormtroopers get like pummeled well they rocks. just they get hit by a rock and they just go down like yeah. even though they're in armor yeah know? yeah Oh, and then this part we buffalo where Han shoots a guy in the face. Yeah, Han shoots a guy in the face. Well, I like that they, you know, they have another, like, R2's going to save the day by jacking into this handy, like, computer terminal moment. And then R2 gets shot. Yeah. Han oh, hotwires it. Like, he could have been doing that. We waited 20 minutes for R2 to get over there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. The yeah, space it seems, battle. It seems like the fleet, like when you look at that, like Luke looks out the window at the battle, like the fleet should be a lot closer, it seems Yeah, like. well, obviously they didn't have the, the ability to do that kind of effect. Yeah. All this stuff with them, like fighting the Star Destroyers and TIE Fighters and this big, ugly, you know, space dogfight, all awesome stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, like Wedge takes out like a couple dudes, the Falcons taking out TIE Fighters left and right. Man, they really just keep coming back to like Luke talking to the Emperor here. It takes forever for this dude to pick up the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it, it works though. It's building, it's building what a defeat of Luke it is for him to pick up the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I think. And then uh, Chewie does a Tarzan yell and yeah. lands on top of the Scoutwalker yeah. again. The Scoutwalker, that guy. I had that action figure. I also thought it was interesting and seemingly functional the way these guys all have these weird helmets that flare out. Yeah. Um, presumably for like sparks. I always assume that's what it was for. Yeah, I guess. Like kind of like firemen, you know. I guess, and just to kind of keep it cool under there. I don't, I don't think know. it's to keep it cool. No, it's it's like firemen. The the way the reason their hats are like that, so if any sparks rain down on them or like uh-huh. embers, like they won't get in their collar. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, Ewoks start driving. But then finally, uh, Chewie gets in there and is it, marching around shooting shit. Is it ATPT? ATST. There is an ATPT, but those are like an EU thing. Okay, ATSTs. Like it seems like these make less sense than the ATATs. Because at least you have four really legs. Really makes sense. Yeah, I mean they're cool. Well, looking, these are scout but... walkers, so yeah, but serious firepower though. Yeah. So yeah, now Chewie's just like wrecking shit. I just love scout walker. burning trees. And then, like, that kind of, like, inspires the Ewoks who've set up all these booby traps. Um, to finally use their booby traps, yeah. yeah. The bit where they use, like, a clothesline to get, a like, a speeder guy, like, that should have just taken his head off, like, going that yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like how the, uh, they had, like, the logs, you know? They, they, like, swing the two logs to, like, destroy one of these things. Think about the guys inside of that during that. Um... <laughs> And then well, those they, things just crumble. Yeah, the rolling logs that the thing trips on felt like this. This Welcome kind of thing row, buddy. was like a staple of like the eighties, you know? Yeah, like weird booby traps like this. There was an episode of MacGyver was like that. Yeah, and Han's like, "I got it!" And another blast door closes. I always enjoyed that. <laughs> and then Leia gets shot. They have the callback here where Han says, "I love you," and she says, "I know." Yeah. Like. <laughs> Carrie Fisher briefly snaps out of her like coke induced haze. <laughs> She's been she shot. Had a pretty good arm. delivery here. And then she shoots two guys. 
When she says I know, she's thinking about the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I like the lightsaber fight. Um, Luke really is just swinging around. Like, See, look, crazy. he has to jump in there. Yeah, he jumps into the repeater thing. It's like, hey, you could use that now. You're inside the weird little ring of computers. Then he jumps back out. Maybe that's like the Emperor has like acrobats. He'd, he'd like, I don't know, run that, whatever it is. Well, there's a lot of controls here in the throne room. Like in a, in a catwalk that you just kind of wonder, what's the function? What's I the mean, purpose? I guess maybe it's like an emergency backup or something. Like if you had to run the station from in here, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, throwing the lightsaber, that was cool. Yeah. We get a lot of throwing of the lightsaber in uh, the prequels. Like Yoda did it once. I think only Yoda did it. Yeah. I feel, they do that a lot in the books. Like, I feel like the writers can't wait to have Luke throw his lightsaber. I thought there was something in the books about, like, you had to always have your finger on the button. Well, there's, like, you can lock it on. Okay. Yeah. So it's, like, a dead switch or something, but then you can lock it on. In some of the books, they even have, like, lightsabers can get longer. They can, like, extend it, you know. It has, like, a nine-foot lightsaber. Well, it just... It, even if you were to get to the actual <laughs> thing, like, 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 how does it end? Like, like why does it only go All right, now you're just compensating for something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the part where Luke is hiding in the dark while Vader's reading his thoughts about his sister, I just kept thinking, like, you merely adopted the dark. <laughs> I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. Uh, they uh, basically do the oldest trick in the book to get all the uh, the Empire guys out of the... The shield generator station. <laughs> yeah. it's like shrug just, like, thing. Shrug, like, come on. You fell for that. He's like, yeah, throw me another charge. I'm going to set it right here on the roof. Oh, and then Han, like, he gets out. He runs, uh, let's say, like 50 feet away from the station and ducks down. And then the explosion is massive. <laughs> like, takes up like a quarter mile of the Yeah, forest. it should have killed everyone there. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. Han and Leia are all dead because they didn't get away from like danger close zone there. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Luke's like style of lightsaber fighting. I mean, I, I it's funny because I, I feel like a lot of people prefer the way he fights to like some of the prequel stuff with, you know, all the kind of like choreographed fighting. But he's really just flailing around and like, yeah. like he is not like any sort of like well, excellent saber. He had no real teacher. True, but he's still like, I mean, he's just... This is how you'd imagine somebody who's never used a sword to fight with a sword. You yeah, know? and he's really like... That's one thing that I noticed on the, on the barge at the beginning. It's like he's really hacking away. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, it should be like a more of a finesse item. It does seem like his is longer. Like his blade looks like it's five feet easy, you know. Well, when you, I think when you make your first lightsaber yourself, you, you do overcome it a little bit. Vader's just like, look, you're young. I'm going to let you in on a secret here. You make it that long, people are just going to snicker. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like swinging around left and right. Uh, the music here is awesome, like the weird, like, like kind of chanting. Yeah, you know, or like yeah, this is this is one of my favorites, especially this when they're moving under the stairs. And the silhouettes yeah. with the sabers, yeah. They they really tried to hit this note with uh, Attack of the Clones, the lightsaber fight there. Yeah, it wouldn't. Uh... See, it kind of always astonished me that that looking back on now that uh, uh, Vader could lose his hand to Luke here. Because, like, for the beginning of this, like, like Vader's just very simply, like, you know, meeting his blows. Like, very... Well, Luke's using the dark side here. Yeah. He's giving into his anger. Yeah, he is. Good. Good. I guess the way the Force works is you just have to kill one guy, and then suddenly you're 
you're in the dark side, you know. Well, except from a certain point of view. Yeah. Where it's okay to kill a bunch of guys. Oh, as long as they're not like your dad, I guess, or I don't know. But I mean, like, you know, like, Anakin killing a, a, a Dooku at the beginning of Revenge of Sith is obviously another yeah. on, the, on the, the way to dark side. But it's not like Obi-Wan wouldn't have killed Dooku, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Obi-Wan, like, gave zero fucks about it, so maybe that's a good Exactly, yeah. Now. But Luke won't fight. He's going to throw away his lightsaber and Again. just have his terrible, terrible hair. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's too long on the sides. Like it, it really looks like really awful early '80s hair. You know. Well, it is awful early yeah. '80s hair. <laughs> I feel like uh, like you used to see like Vulcans on Star Trek with that kind of hair. Yeah. Know? Well, especially now when like it's it lost its part. Mm-hmm. It's just like coming to that point. Bangs. So be it. Jedi. So yay, the shield generator's down, and Luke's getting like the fuck shocked out of him. Uh, good, you know, acting if you call it that by Vader here. The constant looking he's over. Kind of looking over. Well, he looks over, looking and he's got like some kind of like powdered stuff all over his stuff. That yeah, really it's kind of dirty. And uh, you get the like the lightning reflected in his eyes. The sound effect here is good. Like his breathing sounds like really belabored. What I like about this though is you kind of you, like of all things with Vader, like there's very simple movements, but you get to you get to prescribe your own emotion mm-hmm. or what you're reading from this. I noticed that. Uh, I don't think this was in the original special edition, but they added in where he says, like, no. Yeah, I didn't, no. I didn't think that was original. Yeah, yeah that's got to be like a Blu-ray thing. Uh, picks up uh, the Emperor there and gives him a toss, much like Bane tosses uh, Bruce Wayne there. And the Emperor explodes. And then, of course, in the EU, they had to do a whole thing that when you kill a Sith Lord, he, like, explodes. <laughs> I don't seem to remember that. I was like, Darth Maul and Count Dooku. Well, of course not. But um, in the the Thrawn trilogy, when they kill a uh, spoiler Sivoth at the end, he like explodes. Does he? Yeah. Mm. We should reread that. Yeah, we might have mm-hmm. to. So yay, Vader's redeemed now. Uh, meanwhile, some really really awesome space battle scenes. Yes. Going into the superstructure first, just zooming over the uh, the second Death Star. Awesome, amazing uh, effects work. Yeah, yeah. Also makes for absolutely amazing video game levels. Uh, every I, single time you got to do this in a video game, it was really cool. I love when you do the the just flying along the surface of the way it looks like a city. Mm-hmm. I love that towers and things. Yeah, and then they go in. Really amazing shots. Um, the compositing is really cool. Just imagine the filming of this. All these like close-ups of Billy D. Williams. They're just like flashing lights and weird patterns on his face. But yeah, like look at this stuff. There's all this industrial shit, and it always changes. Mm-hmm. Nothing is the same. The uh, Super Nintendo game, they had Super Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back, and Super Return of the Jedi. Uh-huh. These levels in uh, Super Return of the Jedi, apparently, like after the fact, just reading about this online years and years later, are like some of the hardest levels of any video game. Oh, really? Because like, I definitely remember it taking me forever to beat these levels. Um, but I, I eventually got good be. at it. But apparently they are ridiculously hard. I imagine it would be. This would be fucking tough. The one the one where you have to fly out with the fire behind you, like if you're not perfect. You know, if you hit one thing, you slow down enough, the fire gets you, you're dead. Like, oh, good. Yeah, they're really hard, but fun. I really love this shot. Um, you know, they, they take out the bridge deflector shields on the executor, and then the guy like flies the A-wing right into the bridge and takes out Piet. Yeah. And the executor like plummets down and explodes onto the Death Star surface, and just the the shot of uh, 
Akbar there. He kind of like sighs and leans back. That's my favorite thing ever. I tried to make a meme of that, but it never took off. <laughs> that look on his face, he just kind of like looks back at the camera. Just that sigh, hunches the shoulders like ah. It reminds me a little bit like the the gif would be uh, the one with that the gerbil with the yeah that thing. Yeah, sorry, I'm doing this gesture. You can't hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, Luke, uh, Vader is really dying. And I imagine he's fucking heavy. Yeah. Well, you know, Luke's got, like, four strength or something. Uh, meanwhile, like, all the, uh, the the Empire troopers are, like, abandoning ship, you know, and they're like, oh, shit, like, Vader is, like, dead or something, you know. Yeah, this guy's just dragging keep on running. body, yeah. <laughs> Although, seemingly, nobody bothered to grab this, like, pristine shuttle that they could have used. Yeah. We always, I always forget until I look closely that uh, Vader's cape's on a chain, too. Yeah, yeah. Chained around his neck. And then you open up the mask so Vader can look on Luke with his own eyes. And Hayden Christensen has really let himself go. Yeah. I think I remember people wondering if they were going to like CGI that in there, you know, like that's like the final insult to the fans. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they already replaced him at the end, like the Force Ghost. Yeah. Apparently, Lucas hated this guy. Uh, the actor, his name is Sebastian Shaw, actually. Really? He hated yeah. him? Well, I thought I thought he cast this guy specifically because he had a following Maybe out with David Prowse. Maybe that's what it was, with David Prowse, yeah. Because like, I think there's a different guy who does some of the Vader costumes. Yeah, David Prowse has a costume, Sebastian Shaw. But no, I, I want to say that, he, that Prowse didn't do it for all of Jedi because he mm-hmm. had his falling out. Um, and, and, How does that guy have a falling out? Like, he have one job. Yeah, yeah, really. Well, like, and it seems like uh, uh, Anakin's head is a little smoother than it should be Man, you saw in Revenge of the Sith. He's had time to heal, you know? I guess. Skin grass, I don't know. Getting the back to tank, you know? Yeah. Like, what do you do to have a falling out with Lucas when all you do is play, like, the body for Vader? Was he like, was he like, no, 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 Vader wouldn't do that? And Lucas is like, look, you need to chill the fuck out. Is that right? We don't need you tomorrow, David. Yeah. We don't need you tomorrow. Go back to Clockwork. He's like, I'm not going to compromise my character that way. And Lucas is like, look. <laughs> we can we can definitely replace you. Well, it's just funny that, da- that David Prowse had these three movies and Clockwork Orange, and I don't think anything else. <laughs> yeah. And then Vader dies. Yeah. Meantime, just more awesome space battle stuff happening in the background. Uh, Which is uh, curious in the EU, like uh, Thrawn trilogy, and so on and so forth. Do people know that Vader was Luke's dad? Not all the time. So I would I would keep that tight. Well, it's, my it's, chest. it's suspect. Like for instance, Mara Jade does not know of initially hmm. that Vader is Luke's father. Hmm. Um, so awesome shots of them escaping the Death Star with like the explosion behind them. I really love that scene where it's like after. Uh, after they shoot the like the concussion missiles into the reactor, they kind of go around and come back out. There's this massive explosion behind them as they yeah. zoom out. Yeah. Um, really cool effects. And then uh, a great <laughs> scene where the Death Star is blown up. Uh, the Ewoks are celebrating. Han's bandaging up Leia here. Uh, Leia is just high as a kite. Yeah. Um, she is loopy as fuck. And Han's just like really confused about why she's in love with Luke suddenly. And she's but, like, oh, he's my brother. And then Han just gets more turned on. I, yeah, like, like watch this down. Initially, I'm thinking, like, maybe Han's looking for a way out. And then, like, you can actually see the moment where Han realizes or remembers that she's kissed her brother. 
Mm-hmm. And she gives them that same, like, yeah, it's exciting to me, too. And they're like, we need to find a bedroom. Yeah. Now, supposedly, uh, while they shot this scene, Anthony Daniels was on the other side, like, just, like, hanging out, resting. He didn't realize he was in the shot or something like that. Um, yeah, which I was really, like, Anthony Daniels would be my, my bigger concern about him showing up in the prequels in some form. So you would, Harrison Ford. you would know from here, but according to the EU, it takes him, like, another three and a half years to officially get together and get married. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, they've only been dating for like, like officially dating for like two days. They've known each other a long time. But. All right. right. You've got a female friend, you've been friends for five years, and then you guys hook up. Well, it's this whole thing. You're not, you're not retroactively calling that five years of friendship, like courtship. The plot line of the, uh, the courtship of Princess Leia is that uh, this, they, they need like this cluster of systems to join the Alliance. And uh, they have like it's like a royal uh, government that runs them all, and it's like the prince is like into Leia, and so it's like, well, if you marry him, you can bring him over to our side, you know. And Han's like, oh, what do I bring to the table? This guy has like you know, whole sector, and so he kidnaps her, Han as you do. Her. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Luke lights Vader on fire here. Uh, fireworks in the air. As we then cut to all the uh, special edition cities that they worked in. I'm trying to remember. I want to say... Hold on. I was going to say... So, Luke lights Vader on fire. Mm -hmm. And then, in the Phantom Menace, uh, Qui-Gon dies. They light him on fire. Mm -hmm. I feel like that decision was based solely on the fact that Luke lights Vader on fire. Probably. But, you know, like it's like you're setting a precedent for something where Luke wouldn't have a precedent. Yeah. I feel like there's like an Easter egg in this uh, Tatooine scene. That I'm forgetting about, like, like I don't know, like the Outriders in the background or something. But yeah, they they work in the Duin, so you can have Jar Jar screaming, "We're free." Uh, I remember really liking this Coruscant shot. I was always, I always thought it was really cool. It is cool. I know this is like the one they worked the hardest on. I think for showing stuff, the Emperor's statue toppling over. Of course, then the Empire came in and, like, cracked down and, like, killed everyone who was celebrating. Yeah, yeah, you would, the EU. <laughs> yeah, you would think, though, that the, the, they take time to have a little party on Endor. You would think that the remnants of the fleet would be hunting them down. Yeah. I mean, I guess they retreated after the Death Star blew. I don't know. I, I still say that, that a couple more of those Star Destroyers could probably take out the rest of that Rebel fleet. Well, there's a whole kind of retcon put forth in the Thrawn trilogy that the Emperor was, uh, like coordinating all of his forces via the force mm-hmm. and kind of augmenting them with the special dark side force powers and that when he died like suddenly that kind of like coordination was lost and they're like they didn't know what to do with that you know it's like they were thrown into disarray more than they should have been because his will you know hey i'm just sometimes you know an author has to come in and try to make sense of some of the stuff well i feel like like you could have just said he's a really good manager mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and then everyone gets to dance with the Ewoks. Uh, I miss the Yub Yub song. The new song, yeah, it's not terrible, but you could you could make the argument that the new song is probably less stupid than the Yub Yub song. Right. But who is the one pirate they keep showing? Is that Wedge? Probably Wedge. Okay. Wedge is down there. There's Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Replace Sebastian Shaw with Hayden Christensen as the Force goes. My only problem with that is just that it's why isn't it young Ewan McGregor? I mean, that's a good question, right? Well, I mean, if you're going to have young Hayden Christensen, yeah, you would think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would bother me if they had tried to make Hayden Christensen look like Anakin would look at 40. 
because you don't know what he would look like because he didn't have hair style, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah. And uh, so that's the movie. So the end to... until uh, 2015. We hope. So whatever happened to Richard Markhand? Like, uh, nothing. To do? Nothing at all happened to Richard Markhand. I don't think even he knows. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people say that like Lucas is basically just directing by proxy here yeah. as an executive producer. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It was an enjoyable movie. Uh, rewatching it, the middle section did definitely drag. I think I would have to put it behind Revenge of the Sith at this point. I I still think I like parts of it better than New Hope, just because it's got the easy thing of being like all payoff. Somewhat. I wouldn't call that middle section payoff. No, no. Rewatching it, that that is that is a little draggy. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Marshall Lucas was one of the editors on this. I wonder if they were divorced yet. That's a good question. Which, coincidentally enough, we just saw on Facebook that uh, yeah, Lucas, Lucas is, is engaged. getting remarried. Yeah, that woman's going to be rich. Hmm. I guess. I think she's like an investment banker anyway, so... Whatever. Can you see like George Lucas like handing her a prenup? Maybe. Maybe she hands him one. Whoa, I doubt it. <laughs> well, he's donating most of his money to... How do you pronounce that moth's name? Jerjeron. Jerjeron, okay. Yeah. It's a cool name. Wedge. But yeah, Lucas is donating most of his money to charity anyway. Well, from the from the, the sale. Hmm. But in general, he's like... You know, there's all these billionaires that have signed some pledge to donate like half their fortune to charity. Well, yeah, he's got, he's got over a billion as it is. He can... He's got plenty of money. He can, yeah, his kids will be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, any uh, last thoughts on Return of the Jedi here? Parts of this movie are fantastic. Um, I really enjoyed rewatching this. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, really hoping we have some sort of news to report. If not, I think I'll just like like do a pitch on like my like fan fiction version of Episode Seven or something. I don't know. That should be interesting. Yeah. More case two. What's that? More case two. No, I think I'll I'll try to be semi-serious this time. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, so uh, until then, may the force be with you.